What's going on? Zach here with the Zach Shanky Podcast. How's it going, everybody? Um, so, <laughs> so many cool things are happening again, and um, it, it's it's crazy how like some of the challenges that I'm I'm facing nowadays they're just so drastically different than what I used to face, and um, I'm like I just feel so grateful and blessed about it. Even though they're difficult, I don't think I don't think life is ever going to be easy. I mean, that's that defeats the purpose of life. The purpose of life is to grow and to progress. Um, in my opinion, is to be more Christ-like, based on my own faith and beliefs. And uh, all of that can only happen through trial. All of that can only happen through the forge of fire, right? And um, so right now we have got we just got some family drama happening, uh, some plot twists in the whole situation, and um, but you know what? All in all, it's it's really not 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 the end of the world, and it's 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 okay. I'm all right. Um, that's <laughs> there is some cool things that happened last week at the end of the week, um, and it just re-emphasizes to me the importance of having a business partner, regardless of what your business is. If you're in marketing, if you're in network marketing, if you have just like a business, you should bring on a partner, um, and you got to be careful who you choose as a business partner. Like you really got to be careful about it. And, um, I'll give you a quick example. Uh, Domino's Pizza. <laughs> okay, the guy that started Domino's Pizza, his name was Dominic. Okay, Dominic used to have a pizzeria called Dominic's Pizza. Okay, and he started up this one little pizzeria, <clears throat> um, and he was having lots of local success. People loved his pizza, and so he decided to expand into two pizza stores and they were named differently they weren't both Dominic's Pizza they were totally different names and then when he had the two he said you know what in order to have more stores I need to bring on a business partner and so he did he brought on a new business partner and uh, that guy helped him reach five stores but as business carried on he got more he got more business savvy and he realized the deal that he had made the contract that they have between them as partners, he was getting the the bad end of the of the deal. He he realized there's a lot of things in that contract that are just not okay, and they started having um, problems as a partnership. And so he ended up saying, you know what, I want out of this partnership. And so that dude was able to actually take th- those three extra stores with him, leaving Dominic with his original two. That those years of of growth were completely for nothing because he's back to square one except it wasn't for nothing he learned a lot during that whole thing including how not to pick a partner okay and so obviously from then on Dominic decided to change the name of his pizza place to Domino's Pizza and obviously he learned how to grow more businesses because of that experience with the partner and he ended up becoming the giant it is today right and so it's just interesting how you have to choose your partners wisely. Um, so my amazing business partners, here's what can happen when you have really good business partners. And keep in mind, guys, 
keep in mind, a business partnership is a relationship. It is a relationship. It's a friendship. Like your business partners should be your pretty much your best friends because you're spending so much time with them and it does entail, entail a lot of trust. Like it, there's a lot that goes into a partnership. And uh, this is what can happen if you have a really good partnership. So I left to Wisconsin in, in less than a 24-hour notice. I left. Okay, we're talking like 12 hours notice. See you guys. I have to go. Okay. And uh, they handled the business all week. I literally did zero chats the entire week. Like, I was not on Discord server. I was not on on Facebook Messenger. I was not on my emails. Like, nothing. Literally no communication with anything to do with business for eight days. Eight days. And they handled things amazingly. Amazingly well. And uh, I was extremely impressed and grateful because it allowed me to have the time I needed for for mourning and for dealing with family stuff. And so it was, it was good. It was very good. Not only that, here's the other benefit of having a partnership, not just for those times that you have to not work in the business, but also when it comes to working on your business instead of in your business, okay? So it's this idea of, when you work in your business, like you're doing tasks for your clients, you lose sight of, of the business as a whole and certain avenues of the business. <clears throat> and so this just happened to me and it happens to everybody. This is why you have to have a partnership because your partners might see things that you are not recognizing in the moment because you're, you're doing the work. And this, this is what happened to, to me is that I was playing catch up all week last week, and um, you know, I've ultimately I've been getting pretty comfortable um, in the agency side, and so I think they they are seeing an opportunity. We were planning on doing this next year, but one of my partners brought it up to me like, "Hey, I think it's time that we actually start automating our sales for the agency instead of having sales calls," and. Um, I agreed because I'm like, holy smokes, you're right. We have a proven sales process, a proven marketing process. All we have to do is figure out a way to, to um, automate that. And ta-da, we could have an automated stream of income coming in. And so that's what I decided to do and what we decided to do, I should say. And so, boom, got to work, right? Okay, what's, you know, we're going to use the same lead magnet, the same gift up front. And then what do we do after that? What's the next step? And so, okay, we need a new product. Boom. I spent a couple hours, created a new product, sent it off to our design team. They're, they already finished the ebook this morning when I, I checked my inbox. Oh, look at that. They finished the whole ebook. Beautiful. It looks so good. Okay. That's our new upsell um, along with videos. Okay. So now we have to organize our videos and record the videos and then set up the email campaign. And then once all that's done, it's go for launch. And uh, we actually, that was the original plan. And now we actually have a second plan to test, which is where we skip our gift altogether and go straight into this thing that we're selling for 20 bucks. Okay. That's the idea. The concept here is pretty amazing. And I think we have enough testimonials 
enough proof points, enough data to tell us what people are interested in, what people are not interested in. We have all of that all ready to go. In the meantime, so so I've been building out kind of that system along with Travis, and Travis is doing um, a lot of the thinking there. Like he's he's kind of making the strategy, to be honest. I'm just dealing with the messaging, so I'm grateful for that. And then Brian, on the other hand, he's doing a lot of the graphics for our ads so that we can have these clever, cute little ads that will catch attention on the Facebook feed. And so he's he's working on that. So it's just it's just so cool. It's so cool. I never would have come up with any of this stuff on my own. I would have kept doing the same thing over and over and not progressed. It is time for our business to go to the next level. And uh, and that's why having a good partnership is so important. And that's that's not even that's not even all of it, right? There's this other concept. The only thing worse. So a partnership can help you not be overwhelmed because you can share the load, you can share ideas, you can ultimately work together with someone that you trust, okay? And that's amazing. There's another flip side to entrepreneurship that is not talked about enough. The only thing worse than an overwhelmed entrepreneur is a bored entrepreneur. A bored entrepreneur creates unnecessary work okay and that and it's important to be able to distinguish between the two this is something that my partner Brian oftentimes falls into this trap and it's and this is why he needs a partner to keep him on the right track to stop him from realizing or to help him realize he's just being a bored entrepreneur okay let me give you some context here so <clears throat> what a bored entrepreneur will do is They'll say, okay, revenue's coming in from this this spot, that spot, the other spot. Great. Now what? And, and that now what question is a killer, okay? In, instead of saying now, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, I had a weird like hiccup. Instead of saying now what, you can say, how do I make this better? Okay, because then what you're doing is you're improving on the current system. That is so much different than saying, now what, where you're creating something new, because that's what happens most of the time, okay? And so, <laughs> this happens to Brian <laughs> quite a bit, and we have to tell him, no, 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 we're still focused over here. Like, let's keep the focus and put that on the list of things for the back burner, okay? Think of it like this. It, I feel like a bored entrepreneur is like someone that is a very spontaneous spender, I am a spontaneous spender. I do not think very well when it comes to spending. I see something I want and I'm like, oh, I want to buy it. Let's do it, right? Like I'm, I'm very foolish when it comes to spending, to be honest. Um, I, I buy good things. Okay, so for example, let's say I'm watching YouTube and then this ad comes on or something that's like, check out this cool smartphone. And I'm like, dude, I hate my phone. Oh my gosh, let me look into that. And, and, I might not buy that phone, but I want to buy a phone now, right? Because now it's in my head that I don't have to deal with this piece of crap phone that I have. I can buy a new one. And now all of a sudden I'm doing research on what's the best phone, what's the best value for a phone and all this stuff in order to buy a phone. And then I buy a phone, right? It's it's pretty spontaneous. And so, um, <laughs> so a bored entrepreneur is like that, okay? It's, it's, like, it's like you you make impulsive decisions instead of zooming out and, and seeing, okay, 
what areas can improve because improving an area that's where an entrepreneur should be focused on okay once you have a working system now you'll have to do some new things here and there throughout that process our agency to get leads do you have any idea you don't but we went through so many different lead magnets so many different types of ads we tried video ads look like like the, and this this is actually part of a board entrepreneur thing slash not so the, oh, I'm not explaining this very well okay here here's like the trap okay so like I've always written long copy ads it has always worked for me it has never not like worked like that has always been the thing that wins all my ad <clears throat> excuse me all my ad tests is long copy with a picture long copy with a picture now that said everyone else is preaching short copy everyone else is preaching videos everyone else is preaching all these other things and so i'm like okay am i doing something wrong and so a board entrepreneur might say okay okay scrap the long copy let's do some videos okay and this happened to us this literally happened to us and so we started doing that well the problem and that's not necessarily a bad thing to test things out what what becomes bad is we turned off what we knew had the best chance what we based on our current data remember d3 rules data-driven decisions okay based on the current data that we had our best shot at successful advertising was long copy with an image and here we are turning that off and going with videos and wasting money we wasted thousands of dollars on that crap and got no results we went back to long copy ta-da we're getting sales again right like it's it's like come on do what works do what works like test other things but don't turn off what works you know and so that's that's kind of think of it like a board entrepreneur is basically a shiny object syndrome type thing that said i have a message for a lot of people here listening that i know and love you guys are awesome um thank you for listening let's talk about shiny object syndrome for just a moment because what entrepreneurs do is they look for that 10, level 10 opportunity. I actually heard once, and this is accurate, okay? I heard once that <clears throat> let's say you grade people and opportunities on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being amazing. 10 for a person is an action taker. They're smart. They, just, they, they are more interested in pro- progress over perfection. Like they're just an amazing entrepreneur and a 10 opportunity is just like the most amazing opportunity. Okay. And what this, what this guy said is in, and I agree with this. He said, listen, if you take a level 10 entrepreneur and you put them into a level five opportunity, they're going to have success. But if you take a level five entrepreneur and you put them in a level 10 opportunity, they're going to have way more success. Like the opportunity matters. It really does. Um, that said, you should always strive to be that level 10 entrepreneur. And in a lot of entrepreneurs, they focus too much on the opportunity instead of on themselves. And so because of that, they're just going from shiny object to shiny object, looking for that level 10 opportunity, spending a lot of money doing so. Right. So I want to talk about this concept of having multiple streams of income. You should 110% have multiple streams of income. In fact, you should have five. I think the number is like five to seven multiple streams of income. Okay? Here's the key. 
let me tell you the key to that because I've, I've researched this um, specific topic quite a bit. In fact, I, I even paid this lady named Nicole... Crap, I forgot her last name. I paid this lady um, for my wife and I because my wife was working on some entrepreneurship stuff and she's like, hey, I think this lady's awesome. And so we paid for her program. This was a little while ago. And she talked about these five streams of income and, uh, and how amazing they are. Well, okay, guys... The five streams of income should all have to do with each other in a way, okay? Let me, let me explain. I, I don't believe five streams of income would be, okay, I have an agency, five network, and then four other network marketing companies that I'm a part of. That's not the right, the right way to do it. <clears throat> However, if you are in a network marketing opportunity... There's the sales you make plus the recruiting you do. And you probably get paid on both fronts. Sales plus recruiting. Okay? Or if you're like in Prosperity Movement, which is, by the way, you should totally check that out. If you don't know about Prosperity Movement, you are missing out, man. It is going crazy awesome. So Prosperity Movement is all about day trading, um, like investing into foreign foreign markets, foreign, I'm sorry, foreign uh, currencies. Gosh, couldn't think of the name. Foreign currencies. Okay? It's all about that. So that is an opportunity. So, so, so I can make money trading based on the skill set that I learned from the network marketing company, Prosperity Movement. And then I can also recruit and make money that way. So there's two, two sides to that. That's two streams of income right there. Okay. So now you have a skill set of trading and you have a skill set of recruiting. What's next? Well, how about you teach someone else what you're doing to recruit people? Okay, boom, that's another stream of income, consulting. What if you teach someone else some things about day trading? Boom, another stream of income, trading consulting. So you have recruiting consulting, trading consulting. You're up to four different income streams. Last one, mastermind. Let's get a mastermind together about recruiting. Let's get a mastermind together about um, trading. Boom, boom, membership. You have to pay for membership into this mastermind. Now you're at six streams of income, all having to do with one business. That's the key. That's the key. Me focusing on an agency plus prosperity movement, let me tell you, it is not easy. It is not easy. Having so many different focuses, it is difficult. Okay, if I thought, if I thought that it would be wise, I, I don't want to give up the agency and, and neither does my, do my business partners because it does actually help us with our mission, vision, values. And honestly, we've put in so many hours and it is making money. It is a profitable business. It just, it just makes sense to just keep it going and just focus on how we can better automate it, right? Um, but if I had not spent so much time and energy and if it was not profitable, that would be dumped immediately, okay? Like immediately. All right. So listen, for those of you looking for multiple streams of income, which you should be, there are so many things you can do. Here's my plan. Let me tell you my plan moving forward. (laughs) Okay. So I, I don't know why I'm weird this morning. Um, so what I want to do is I want the agency to be completely on autopilot. I want me to have nothing to do with it. I literally want to train my people in the agency to do everything <clears throat> so that I don't have to do anything apart from get, you know, weekly meetings to see how things are going, right? 
And I think we're close to that. And I'm really excited about that. I want my focus, my primary focus to be trading and recruiting. But recruiting should be automated, as automated as possible, or my downline and it can take calls and stuff like that. And then their downline can take calls and stuff like that, et cetera, right? That's amazing, okay? However, with the income that is being generated, there's a few more things that I'd like to do. Number one, because I have now started multiple companies and I've gotten every single one of them to at least six figures, every single one, the only exception is my recruiting has not gotten to six figures yet, okay? But it will, it will probably by the end of this year, to be honest, we're, we're really pushing. So I've built six-figure companies consistently. I can do that. I know how to do that. I'm confident with that. So you know what I want to do? I want to do more of it. Because honestly, and, and I know this kind of, <laughs> doesn't this go against your what you just said? Yes. So once you have automated streams of income, guess what? Now you have more time so that you can still maintain one focus but move on to something else. So like I want to make my own bank. I want to make my own insurance company. Um, I want to have my own investment firm for businesses. I want to loan money to business owners, to small business owners that have never run a business before. I want to help them. I want to help them in a way of, by way of bringing them capital and resources. How cool is it? Hear me out on this. Let's say I get somebody, brand new business owner. He, he, they have an idea. Let's say they have an idea. They want to sell, uh, I don't know, food. Okay, cool. Here, there's this guy that, that we actually know who wants to start a catering business. Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to talk to him, ask him very strategic questions. And if he passes said interview, let's say he doesn't pass said interview. I'm going to say, Hey, you need to consult with people to get answers properly for this. And you can consult with us, right? Boom. I just got a sale, (laughs) right? Or they do pass the questions and I can say, okay, listen, I'm going to loan you $10,000 completely. You don't have to pay it back at all. Okay. I'm, and I'm going to make X percentage off of your sales, okay, um, just to test things out. And then if you make the $10,000 into something more than $10,000, then we can talk about bigger investments from there, okay? But that's the idea is, is that this brand new person has an opportunity now through just Zach's loan services, let's just say, and of course, there's going to be legal things I have to take care of to make it a reality. But I think you get the idea. Okay, so my, my plan moving forward here is ultimately to revolutionize certain industries um, and revolutionize small business as a whole by being able to, to generate income to give to them. And what's cool is when those businesses come in, let's say that they struggle with the 10K, I can say, hey, look, we have a program. We have an agency. You can hire us, right? You can hire us and we'll take care of things. Um, and so everything kind of works hand in hand. Everything works together. And I feel like that's part of another reason why the agency needs to keep going because it works really well for other future endeavors, um, including when I start my own bank. I'm going to need to market the bank, right? How am I going to market the bank? Well, direct marketing, like what I've been doing. Okay, there's going to be more to it. Of course, I'll have to do SEO and things like that. But anyway, now I'm just blabbing. I talked about a lot of things today. A lot of things on my mind. So I hope this has been helpful. You need to have the right business partner. Okay, 
you need to not have the wrong business partner. <laughs> it's really important to have the right business partner. Um, and uh, you need to have multiple streams of income, but keep those multiple streams focused for a little while before you branch out. Okay, focus first. Once income is coming in, then you branch out. That is so important, okay? Um, then, um, what was that, the middle, the middle point that I was talking about? I don't remember. So anyway, I hope you guys retain everything I say <laughs> as best you can. Thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate you. And uh, I look forward to talking to you next time.